Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 98.1 KMBZ. It's 11.05. Happy Tuesday to you. Coming up, we'll, uh, go, we'll break down that uh, Royals trade a little bit for you because they did make a big move yesterday. We'll tell you about OJ's car and how much... Somebody wants to sell it for. We have a keyword to cash for you right now. It is square, S-Q-U-A-R-E, square. Text that word into 72881 for your chance to win $1,000. Nine more minutes to do it. Also, would you get chipped? We have to talk about this, what what one company up in Wisconsin is doing to their employees. Yes. Um, I say yes with like 15 changes to the plan <laughs> to, what <they're, laughs> to what they're offering. We are, of course, keeping an eye on what's happening on Capitol Hill today. Uh, the Senate set to hold a procedural vote on health care reform. Uh, the most important thing you need to know about this today is that this initial vote needs to pass. It's just an initial procedural vote to open debate on a plan. If this doesn't pass, nothing else really matters. Uh, so Senator uh, McConnell is right now talking about John McCain on the Senate floor. Uh, so they will all meet. Senator McCain is back at the Capitol for this, uh, just recently after being diagnosed with brain cancer. Man, oh man. He is back for this vote. Again, because more than any other vote, this is the one that has to pass. This is this is the one that opens the door. I mean, they could do this again in a month. Sure. But it's going to look Correct. like, I mean, how many different times are they going to try to get this? This is the chance to fix the failures of Obamacare right here. But if you can't even get your senators to agree to open debate on it, You've got bigger problems than we thought. So far, we know that uh, Senator Susan Collins out of Maine, one of the 52 Republicans, is going to vote no. Which I don't get, but she's just fundamentally against the president on everything. Rand Paul, Republican out of Kentucky, will vote yes. And he has been against the both the House and the Senate bill, but will vote yes. So they definitely need that one. Interesting for us will be what happens with Senator Moran's vote. Yes. Given that he was, you know, the one here that we really paid attention to. So they will get together. Senate Republicans will get together for a lunch. This is just their regular lunch at about 1145 Central Time today. And then the vote is planned for uh, mid-afternoon, in fact, should come during this show. So we'll let you know. We'll also, I think a lot of us are watching Senator McCain today. Uh, just yes. to see how he's doing, you know, see He'll see get a standing is, ovation when he walks sure. in. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Senator Moran, the latest word out of his office, undecided. Okay. That was the latest one out of his office today. So we'll keep you updated as the attempt to repeal and replace Obamacare continues. Uh, this next story comes to us out of the New York Post. And remember last June... You obviously do. The shooting at the GOP baseball practice, uh, there was the, uh, the was what, the Bernie Sanders supporter. He walked up. He said, are right. those the Republicans or are those the Democrats? And got into the dugout and started taking people out or tried to. And people were running for their lives. And House Majority Whip Steve Scalise uh, was, was shot. And I didn't know this. He's still in the hospital. Uh, yes. Uh, and yeah, still hospitalized after all of that. Uh, real quick primer on what's happening in Alabama, because it matters to what we're about yes. to play for you. So Jeff Sessions, your attorney general for now, uh, was the senator from one of the senators from Alabama. When he became attorney general, now there needs to be a special election in Alabama to fill his U.S. Senate seat. One of the people running in that Senate campaign is a gentleman named Mo Brooks. 
who has put together an ad that includes audio from that shooting. Okay, I'll play you part of it. It's not great on the radio because it's a black screen, and it says, the first thing that comes up is, I'll read it. June 14th, a Bernie Sanders supporter firing on Republican congressman. Those are the words on the screen. Mo Brooks gives his belt as a tourniquet to help the wounded. Powerful ad. What's the liberal media immediately ask? Change your views on, on the gun situation in America. The Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, is to help ensure that we always have a republic. So no, I'm not changing my position on any of the rights that we enjoy uh, as Americans. I'm Mo Brooks, candidate for the Senate, and I approve this message. So he's looking to fill Jeff Sessions' spot. The special election will be August 15th. So this is basically somehow connecting... Well, I mean, it shows, and and we'll play it for you again because I know it was hard to follow, and and so we'll go through it again. But this is just showing him as pro-gun, pro-Second Amendment, using the shooting in D.C. as an example of why we need guns. So the question is, and we'd love to hear from you, 576-7798, should an event like the shooting of the GOP softball practice be used for political gain? Why or not? Why not? 576-7798, and you can text in 22980. Let me ask a question that, that that takes us off track just for a second. Sure. But correct me if I'm wrong about what you know about politics in Alabama. Pretty Republican state. Pretty pretty conservative state, yeah. Conservatives tend to be pretty pro-Second Amendment. Yeah. Why does he need to do an ad that includes this shooting? Because some people are going to say this is too soon. With, with Steve Scalise still in the hospital, some people are going to say, you are, you know, we just talked about this earlier, you are taking advantage of a crisis for political gain a month after it happened. And I always ask, is there another way he could have done it and still have it have been impactful? Maybe not. It's really impactful. But do you need to push yourself as pro-gun in a state like Alabama that's probably pro-gun anyway? If nothing else, it, there are a lot of people running for this seat. It doesn't distinguish you from anybody else. They're, you're all pro-gun. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, there will be a Democrat running. and Oh, have, there are. There are many people after this seat. Not going to have much of a shot to win this state. But August 15th is the primary? Yeah. Or that's the, that's the general election? Mm-hmm. So first, you're up against other Republicans who are also going to be pro-gun. Sure. And I bet a lot of them, when, maybe when they get to the next bucket, this is the August 15th primary mm-hmm. for the seat. I bet when we get to the special runoff, where it is the Republican versus the Democrat, Fine. assuming somebody doesn't yeah. win 50% of the vote— um, you'll this ad will be over. Let's say it is him or yeah. some form of this. I would be a giant hypocrite. Oh, all right. Yes. If I criticized Mo Brooks, okay. I would be a giant hypocrite. Why? Uh, if I criticized this for his agenda, because whenever there was a school shooting shooting during the eight years under President Obama, and he went to that shooting, whether it was Sandy Hook or Oregon or wherever the, these shootings were. And he didn't use it for his agenda because I had no problem with it then. I think it is only fair if I say I don't have a problem with this because he's trying to push his agenda. He wants to win. I do not believe there is anything wrong with this. While I feel slimy about saying it, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I didn't criticize Barack Obama for his gun control or Nancy Pelosi for gun control during the eight years that Obama was president. We had all those school shootings. So I can't criticize this man here. Which is admirable, but just to get your opinion on this independently and allowing for the possibility that, like, would you, in retrospect, 
would you have criticized it? Was it wrong for Obama to do it too? You know what I mean? Is it wrong for Mo Brooks to, to do it? And was it wrong for Obama to do it? Five seven six seven seven nine eight. I'm going to answer that coming up next. Uh, don't forget about our keyword to cash. Text the word square to seven two eight eight one S Q U A R E to seven two eight eight one. You got about two minutes to do it. We want to know from you: Is it okay to use an incident like this, like the GOP softball practice shooting, to push for political gain, as Mo Brooks is doing already in his race for this seat? That was held by Jeff Sessions. 576-7798. You can text in 22980. It's Midday with Jamie and Wicket. We want to hear from you next at 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ. Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Jamie Monticelli, Mike Wicket. A reminder, coming up uh, August the 4th, we're going to be out at Brew Lab hanging out in downtown Overland Park. They've got a brand new gigantic building as opposed to the closet that used to operate. Now that, so it used to just be, if you didn't know what Brew Lab was, it used to just be a place that you would just go brew beer. And it's kind of cool because if you're like me, and I've done it twice there uh, for a couple of different festivals, I, I have interest, but not the knowledge and didn't want to spend the money on the equipment. So you just go and you do the whole process there and you say, I want to make a scotch ale. Well, great. They go into their little system and they've got recipes that, and then they've got all the stuff that you need to do it. So in their other space, it was kind of small. Now they've got the space for you to brew and then they've got a full bar and they've got food that's yeah. really good and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be really fun. And it's a really cool, big open room that we'll be in on August 4th. Awesome. I look forward to it. It'll be fun. Uh, also, August 17th, if you have not heard the commercials for it yet, the annual KMBZ Salvation Army Radiothon is back, and we're going to be out at Oak Park Mall all day, including Jonathan Weir. Who never gets to go play with all of us <laughs> at this kind of stuff, because usually these broadcasts, when we do City Spotlight, those usually end at 6 p.m. He's on the air at 6. So that day, we'll, we will be out at Oak Park Mall from 7 in the morning all the way until 9 o'clock at night. So it'll be a great day. You'll get to see everybody out there. That's August 17th, and then on the 21st, everybody's excited for Solar Eclipse Day. Uh, Jamie and I will be live at the 54th Street Grill in St. Joe. We're going to the heart of the beast to see the solar eclipse with you. So we hope you could stop by and uh, say hi to the 54th Street Grill. We are uniquely positioned geographically in in this part of the country to have a really good view of the solar eclipse. There's If you kind of draw a line diagonally, basically from Seattle to Florida... We hit it. We hit that line. Is that the line? It's so yeah. Okay. It's, it's vaguely kind of that, and so St. Joe falls right in the bullseye of that. So, and our show falls during the solar eclipse. I believe is from eleven a.m. until two p.m. Central time. Kind of perfect timing. So it's right. So even at like one o'clock, I think we're going to be outside. They're going to let us get out of that building, and so we can go see it from outside. And that's really you would not believe how many people are making plans to be in St. Joe on, on August twenty first. People are coming from all across the country to that line that you're talking yeah. about. There's not a hotel available. Airbnb. Ooh. Bees are at like nine times the normal rate up there. We're lucky we're within an hour's drive. Yeah. And, and we'll see how long that drive actually ends up being. But uh, we look forward to it. That's August 21st. So we will be out and about. Hopefully get a chance to stop out and say hello to one of our uh, appearances that we're going to be at with the radio station, KMBZ. And uh, I know that we're going to have a city spotlight coming up in September, September too. September 8th is a Friday. Uh, and that's when we'll be out at Grandview. Uh, more details on that to come. But I believe that'll be an outdoor setup, which will be cool in nice. September. So, yeah, we haven't uh, – these city spotlights, we try to kind of move our way all around the metro a little bit for those of you that want to come and see a show. But, you know, it's kind of nice for us to bring it to you. So that's yeah. what we'll be doing on September 8th. Is it okay for an event like the shooting at the GOP softball practice last month where uh, House Majority Whip Steve Scalise was in critical condition? He's now in fair condition, and he's getting ready for rehab. Can you use an event like that for political gain? Why or why not? And if I came on the air here with you, Jamie – and I said it was unfair. 
That would be my political bias showing because I didn't have a problem with Barack Obama doing it for eight years whenever there was a school shooting or Nancy Pelosi or Hillary Clinton or whatever. I have zero problem with pushing your agenda whatever way you want to do it. Uh, I would be a hypocrite. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question in a second, yeah. but for those of you who missed what we're talking about, um in Alabama, that's where Attorney General Jeff Sessions, uh, as long as he still has a job, that's where he came from. <laughs> he was the senator there, the US senator from Alabama. So when he became Attorney General, that left his Senate seat open. And so there's a race in Alabama then, there's a primary race going on both sides. The three front runners on the Republican side are Alabama Chief Justice Roy Moore, the incumbent Luther Strange, who was appointed on a temporary basis to fill the seat, and Congressman Mo Brooks, gotcha. who put together an ad that includes audio from that shooting at the D.C. baseball practice. And it, it just paints him, bottom line, as very pro-gun. Right. Right. Which, and if you're from Alabama, aren't you generally pretty pro-gun? Pretty conservative area, I, I would, would say. So. so generally speaking. Uh, and, and here is the audio. It's black. It's a black screen, white writing. And it mentions the Bernie Sanders supporter who opened fire. And you'll, you'll hear some of the gunshots. change your views on, on the gun situation in America? The Second Amendment uh, right to bear arms is to help ensure that we always have a republic. So no, I'm not changing my position on any of the rights that we enjoy uh, as Americans. I'm Mo Brooks, candidate for the Senate, and I approve this message. And again, I, I know it feels slimy to say to use such a, a recent event as your, to, to gain political favor, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite, so I have no problem with this. Okay, but none, none. I think it's okay. But back to that for a second. Mm -hmm. Was your reason for saying it was okay that President Obama did it? Was that because you supported the president, or because you generally agreed that it's okay to use a crisis like that for political gain? Both. I think mostly it was because I believe in sensible gun control. I don't think you should have your guns taken away. A pro Second Amendment. You can you can have your hunting rifles if you want to carry, as long as you're trained. Yada yada yada. But I believe in I believe in sensible gun control. That being said, I I I think when I watched it, I actually had the same conversation. I thought, you know, because you hear people who are against Barack Obama using the school shootings to push his agenda. I said, well, everybody wants to push their agenda when it's appropriate. You know, you should be pushing, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get past if you're a politician. But I think you you can I think. It is possible to be in favor of gun control, but to also say it's not okay to use an incident like this or it's too soon to use an incident like this to help push your position. I don't think it's too soon. Uh, luckily, no one lost their life other than the shooter. I mean, we do. Uh, but we do have a lawmaker who's I, been in the hospital now for over a month. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's in fair condition, but... I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Do I, you? I, I, sort of for a different reason. Um, I It's impactful, and so I guess that's all that matters. If it wins him votes, then go for it. Uh, it could cost him votes. You never know. You always take that chance that there are going to be people, you know, people who were close to that incident who are going to say, I don't like you using this very tragic situation sure. to pick up votes. Um I come back to what I said before. I don't. He's running against two other Republicans, uh, and this is going to be a heated primary race because if you know anything about Alabama politics, Roy Moore is a really big name there. He's the chief justice, but he's had ethical problems of his own. Luther Strange was the one that was appointed to the seat already. So Mo Brooks has got a decent shot at winning the primary. 
to me, this is an ad that is more effective in the uh, in the general election race. And in that point, it's more appropriate. You you separate yourself from the Democrats. Use it to attack Democrats all you want. I don't get it in a primary race. I just think it makes them stand out. The gun. You'll never forget the sound of the gunfire. I really do. I think it makes him stand out. I think it's a it's a smart political ad that'll probably run for the primary and then again, maybe an enhanced version or a redone version of it. Um, but if one thing you always noticed in some of these primaries, and especially in the presidential primary, is that they'll take the opportunity to slam not their opponent, but they'll take that opportunity to slam the opposition. I mean, right? You, you saw a lot of ads that were you know for the Republicans slamming Obamacare and slamming Hillary Clinton. Can we have eight more years of Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton? Even though she hadn't even won the primary yet. Yeah. And when the primary wasn't over and vice versa. There was there were a lot of liberal uh, ads slamming Donald Trump when everything was pointing to him winning the primary. So this to me is not all that uncommon. And and, and I think it's a it's an OK ad. I, I get the sliminess of it, and, but I'm, I'm fine with it. So I wonder now. If the other two Republican candidates are smart, mm-hmm. they're going to do a counter ad criticizing his use of a tragedy for political gain. They should. If I yes. if I was advising the campaign, that's what I would tell those other two candidates. Go after him for it. And and this will be taking the spot of Jeff Sessions. And we should touch on on Jeff right now, uh, oh, the man. Attorney General. Can I just point out? I don't know who would. It, it's become sort of a debate between who's gonna who's gonna give first. Is President Trump going to fire him? Or is he going to quit? And it's almost like President Trump is daring him to wait to be fired. And he is saying, go ahead and fire me, but I'm not going to quit. I, it, it's, uh, I, I don't understand what's going on. Uh, when you refer to the guy who was the first person to back you out of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Jeff Sessions was the first guy to back Donald Trump. That's I, why he's attorney general. And, and he called him weak and beleaguered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he said in that interview with the, I think it was the New York Times, uh, that had he known that Sessions would, was going to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, he wouldn't have given him the job. Yeah, he's which mad is, about that. Which is insane to even say because mm-hmm. Lord knows that he, that just, that does, that, that doesn't make any sense. But it's strange that he would call him weak and he would call him beleaguered and he would trash his attorney general. Over over one issue, you know, instead yeah. of looking at the big picture of whether he is a good attorney general. Again, you picked him for the job. If you think he's doing a bad job, if you think he's being insubordinate, fire him. But don't trash him to millions and millions of followers on Twitter. And I said on Twitter this morning, who would want to work for somebody who criticizes your job performance to how many followers does Trump have? 20, 20 something million? 35 million. Yeah. Who would want to work for somebody like that? But I don't blame Jeff Sessions for saying, you want me to, you hired me. Yeah. You want me to go, fire me. Uh, Steve Scar- or Anthony Scaramucci, excuse me, the new communications director said when he was asked about it, we'll come to a resolution soon. I think I know what Trump's really trying to do. He's, he looks at SNL as the swamp. He's already got rid of Sean Spicer, so Melissa McCarthy can't be on now. And this takes away one of Kate McKinnon's uh, characters. She plays a good Jeff Sessions. That's what drain the swamp really means. What does it say about President Trump if he just starts to fire everyone who does one thing he doesn't like? And Tillerson may resign. Yeah. Somebody said, I've read several stories about Rex Tillerson may resign. It is 1128 coming up. Uh, Would you get chipped? Would you want your company to insert a chip? Between your forefinger and your thumb, we'll explain why one Wisconsin company is going to do it. 98.1 KMBZ Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Coming up, we'll get you what's trending at noon. And we're keeping an eye 
on the vote today in the GOP Senate on health care. This is just a vote to begin discussions. This is not a vote to repeal and replace. It's to have a discussion about repeal and replace, and they need 50. Yes. Now, with Senator McCain there, it looks like they're going to get 50. They'll probably get 51. Uh, if anybody other than Susan Collins votes no, then I think we got to ask some bigger questions. But this is just the vote to open debate. Okay. This has got, this has to pass. So initially, what happens is Republicans meet together for lunch. That That's happening soon. That's just normal. And then they would meet at about 1.15 Central Time this afternoon for that initial vote. It's possible then this afternoon we could see other votes. And if those other votes were to happen beyond the idea to open debate, that would be on the House plan. And I have no idea why procedurally it works that way, but it does. Before I know there's a Senate plan on the table, but before we even talk about any Senate plan, they got to go to the House plan first. That's rules that are very bureaucratic and written somewhere. And we know Rand Paul from Kentucky, who was voting no last time, is going to vote yes today. And as mentioned, Susan Collins out of Maine voting no. We'll have to wait and see. The vote could come down about 1.30 this afternoon, Kansas City time. How do you not vote to open debate? How do you? I don't, unless you just hate the president. As a Republican, though, yeah. how do you not vote to start debate? You don't plan on running again in a year and a half? I guess. Or next year, I should say? Yeah. I mean, is that Thinking it? Thinking about switching parties? It, maybe. maybe. Do you go that way? All right, this is a frightening story to us out of Wisconsin. Uh, 32M, Three Square Market, it's a River Falls-based software design company. River Falls on the west side of Wisconsin says that starting August 1st, it'll be offering microchips to be inserted in all of their employees. The chips will be implanted underneath the skin between the thumb and forefinger. So in theory... That little fleshy part right there between the the fing- right here, you know what I mean? I don't like that. Uh, which will like allow spot. it'll allow employees to pay for food and drinks in the company's break room. It'll allow employees to open security doors and log into computers without special cards or passwords. So around here we have a little a little key fob thing, a disc. Yeah, a little disc yeah. that sticks on your your key ring, and you know it's the size of a quarter. It's not that big. And it gets you in all over the building. And I don't know what it does for, I don't think it does for us anything other than just get mm-hmm. us around the building. But we don't have a spa. We wouldn't then need to carry this around with us because you would just hold your hand up, basically. Yes. And that would get you in everywhere. Uh, we posted this on Facebook last night. It got <laughs> dozens and dozens and dozens of comments, which is why we wanted to bring it up. But before you immediately dismiss the idea, because a lot of you are going, what 99% the? of your answers yeah. were no. Um, we've talked before about microchipping people. That's not a new idea. Uh, and it comes up positively for a couple of reasons. Uh, I can't remember if it's autism, but there is a mental deficiency, uh, an illness that leads children to wander off more. I want to say autism. It could be something else. Somebody please correct me. And so parents have talked about supporting the idea of having their children microchipped If you're worried that they're going to get lost or they're going to wander off a lot, that way as a GPS device, that way you always know where they are. If you are concerned about your elderly parents or grandparents having Alzheimer's or for whatever reason getting lost or wandering away, Mm -hmm. this could be – that could be something positive. So even though it seems really freakish, it's it's not a new idea necessarily. It is the first time we've heard a company offering to do it for employees – for work purposes. Todd Westby, he is the CEO of the company. And feel free to jump in at 576-7798. We'd love to hear from you. Would you get chipped? Is this something you would think about 
maybe not for your standpoint, but as Jamie pointed out, for youngsters or for the elderly. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Here's a statement as part of the press release from the company from the CEO. Eventually, this technology will become standardized, allowing you to use this as your passport, public transit, all purchasing opportunities, etc. We see chip technology as the next evolution in payment systems, much like micromarkets have steadily replaced vending machines. As a leader in micromarket technology, it's important that 32M uh, continues leading the way with advancements such as chip implants. Uh, each chip costs about 300 bucks, by the way. And they say more than 50 employees are expected to take part in that program. Uh, oh, just man. optional, though. They're not going to force you to be microchipped. Man! Um, so how do you feel about a piece of metal being inserted into your hand instead of having to carry a key fob around with you? Uh, and potentially in the future, no wallet? Correct. No, no keys? Maybe no keys? Uh, no GPS, no any anything oh with your man. personal information could all be on there, and Ugh. so including your medical because I assume you can update what that chip has, so your medical history could be on it, um, and your pat like you said your passport anything that you needed would be on it. The problem, of course, with that is that do you want all of that information so easily accessible to anybody? Right? Uh, that's what we're talking about. If it's very easy for me to just hold my hand up and get in the building at Intercom yeah. with, with that, how difficult is it for somebody with a little scanner to scan my chip and know all my bank account numbers, my social security number, all my medical history, my mother's maiden name, everything you'd ever want to know? In the future, if this becomes popular, are we going to see a run on hands being cut off? I think it is going to become popular. You know? Yeah, I think it, it is. Go- I think in 100 years, I, I, think, I don't think it'll be quick. I think self-driving cars come first. But in 50 years... This could be, we could be getting rid of everything we have in our purse right now. Yeah, but you know what? 20 years ago, you never would have said everything that you need is going to be on your phone. For sure. That was a joke. Absolutely. Because you know? at the time we said, what if somebody takes your phone? I Look, my phone is my wallet. Yeah. I, I forgot my case today, but my case mm-hmm. has a spot for three cards in it. I don't carry cash and my phone is my wallet. Or you can load it on with Samsung Pay or mm-hmm. Apple Pay or whatever. It's also your black book. Uh, it's, it's All my, your contact information? D- exactly. Your calendar? My camera? Yeah. A GPS, which, by the way, 20 years ago, we never even thought of. You've got, what were you telling me about the Nest? So you can control the thermostat Ooh, yeah. in your house. Let's you could unlock your house right from it. Yep. Fi- if you lost your car, I mean, you name it, Let's your phone could be everything. And 20 years ago, that seemed like a huge security risk. I, what if someone steals your phone? Let's see. My temperature in my apartment is 76 right now, Jamie. I'm going to turn it to 72. Yeah. Done. It just did it. Now my air conditioning just turned on back in my apartment. And that's minimal. That's you know that's right. that's the the minimal end of what somebody's going to do to mess with you. But if you're if you have any banking information in there and somebody takes your phone, then what? I will bet this picks up quicker than you think. Because I, it, I know. Because again, ten years ago the iPhone was invented, and before that we had flip phones, and it was just text, but you mm-hmm. had to hit each button three times, and it was calling. Fifteen years ago. Nobody had cell phones. I mean, you did. Maybe you paid like I did with the big button phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. You had Snake. Our lives are run on this, and they're probably going to run on a chip that's going to be put in our body at some point. Here's a text, 22980, and then we'll get to your calls. Uh, I'm 24, and I would be okay with getting the chip. Oh. Anything that makes life more convenient. The data's encrypted, so they can't just scan your hand and get all your information. They would just get random data. You millennial. No, I'm kidding. I, I think there's going to be more people that would do it. I don't want it in my hand. We're, okay. I don't like that. Where That's do you, where such do you, a fleshy 
But you have to be able to access scanners and readers and stuff. Right. So it needs to be easy. So it can't go in my hip, like the fatty part of my hip. My hip, that's not good. But just somewhere deeper, somewhere not. I don't want to see it in my skin. I'll bet. And I would see it there. That's in between. Think about that. That's in that part between your forefinger and your thumb. That uh uh-uh. The technology is called RFID, radio frequency identification, and uses electromagnetic fields to identify electronically stored information. The chips will also use near-field communications, the NFC, the same kind of stuff that you can do contactless credit cards, mobile payments. That's basically when you touch your phone to do Samsung Pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the microchips have already become popular in many European markets. Would you get chipped? 576-7798. Robert and Dick and Bob and Jeanette hang right there. We will take your phone calls. And what are your be what would you be most worried about? That's next to 981 KMBZ. 981 KMBZ midday with Jamie and Wicket. Cub it up. We'll get you what's trending at noon. Right now though, we're asking you, would you want to get chipped? There's a Wisconsin company, 32M. It's a River Fall, Wisconsin, River Falls, Wisconsin-based software design company on the west side near Minnesota. They're offering microchips to their employees to be implanted underneath the skin, Jamie, between the thumb and forefingers, where you can pay for drinks in the break room, open security doors, log into your computer just by waving your hand. You'd never have to remember another password. No. You know how you and I both have had trouble today remembering yes, passwords for I couldn't things? type. You'd never have to remember another one. Um, so think in terms of size, what they compare it to is like the the chip in your credit card. Okay. That's what we're talking about. So the, right. th- the size of your nail, basically the size of your fingernail, maybe a little smaller, would go in between your forefinger and your thumb. Would it hurt? That's my question. How would it feel in there? Would I feel it? I, if it's a um, piece of metal in my hand... I mean, there's a chance that thing's going to shift or whatever. For sure. I and if it shifts, where does it go? I don't know. Uh, and do, yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a very valid question. Mm-hmm. What if it comes loose? What if some like what if I punch somebody or you know <laughs> more likely I'm driving and I rock out and I'm banging my hands on the steering wheel. You know, what if you break your hand or something? What if it, you yeah. land on my hand? Any number of things could happen to move that thing out of place. I fall a lot. You These know? are our questions, not you know. The government being able to find out all your information. We're concerned that it's going to move and get lodged in my elbow. We should put this, make sure what next time Scott Parks falls asleep, put it in inside his hand. Because I know he doesn't pay for a single thing electronically. Uh-huh. Everything is still with checks. Yeah. This would drive him insane. I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to feel it. I don't. That's my, that's my problem. Not the, not the, the, the man always watching me. No, yeah, no. I'm okay with that. <laughs> would you get chipped? Let's go to Robert and KCK at 576-7798. Hey, Robert, you're on KMBZ. Hello, love you guys' show. Thank you. Uh, there's a misconception with these chips that they're broadcasting information available over a wide area. The chips only dispense the information when they're in close proximity to the reader. So for the uh, application of autistic children that are lost, you're not going to be putting out a beacon that's able to be located over a wide area. So they also, they're not always running is what you're saying. Right, they're they're not energized until they're put in close proximity to the device that reads the information, and that's the only time they dispense that information. Would you get shipped, Robert? No, because I don't want to be a guinea pig. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call, man. Appreciate it's, it. That's a valid reason. Good as anything else. I think it's kind of like I just bought a wireless charger for my phone, mm-hmm. so I walk in and set my phone down on it. Probably the same thing, right? In theory, because the thing's not on until I set my phone on it, and then it lights up blue and then green to let me know it's working. It maybe is like that. I don't know.
That's the only thing Possibly. I can think of. Uh, let's talk to Bob in Olathe, 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you doing? All right. Yeah, um, I situationally would agree to chipping. Uh, if I had my parent that uh, wandered off, I would certainly do that. Um, one other point, I'd like to give Wicked a, a compliment. Thank you. Um, I noticed since you've been married, a change, a calmer person. Um, and I notice it in this way. Um, often when someone asks you a question, you go, hmm. It's almost like someone with a pipe or sitting back and thinking about the response. And uh, I just think that's a positive step for you. You know, you have a lot of energy and you have to in that work, I know. But I just see that as a more contemplative person. So I think that's a good thing. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. You know what? And I'll pass that along to my wife. And we'll see if she agrees. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We'll see what you've been like at home. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. Uh, 576-7798. Let's go to Olathe's again and talk to uh, Dick on 98.1 KMBZ. What's up, Dick? Hi there. I heard you mention that letters and the initials RFID, and that stands for Radio Frequency Identification Device. Okay. And the way that typically works is your caller, Bob, was right that it's actually a passive device, and it is sleeping until it gets within close proximity to what's called the antenna. Now, that product has been used in the industry for manufacturing, for identifying uh, assembly line products for years already. The uh, thing about it being, like, like we were saying, too, is you could not read that more than maybe 18 inches to 2 feet away mm. So that kind of negates the idea of being able to track somebody now. So it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a mini Bluetooth almost, because like I can I can Bluetooth yeah. to a speaker from ten feet away, but I can't do it from I can't walk away with that speaker. Yeah, and then the other thing about that is that's what it's like today. My thought and my fear is with the increase in the ability of technology, will they someday be able to say, okay? Let's go out and look for Dick in Olathe, and let's punch in what his what his frequency should be, and then it will activate my device and read back and say where I am at at that time. And so that's the only concern I have right now is that sometimes the, the technology may change that will allow this thing to be read from a greater distance away. And then the other thing is with an RFID device, there are read-onlys and there are read-write devices. And a read-write is what you'd want to have installed in your hand because at that case, if things changed in your life, you would have the ability to go into a place and have them reload new information in your tag uh, so that you know, you'd have updated information all the time. Dick, would you get right chipped? Now, well, right now, what I would say is if I had a child, yeah. I wouldn't mind having mm-hmm. a child chipped. And then at the age of consent, when they got to be old enough, they could make the decision whether they not wanted to keep the chip or have it taken back out. And it's typically going to be made out of a plastic material, not a metal material, because the metal would impede the transmission of the signal. Yeah, I, I mean, look, that, that I think, when Jamie and I, thank you for the phone call, Dick, appreciate it. Good information. I think that was one of the things you and I were talking about, kids and the elderly. You know, if they have a tendency to wander off or just in case or God forbid someone got kidnapped. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be handy. But again, you have to be near something 
to turn it on. Right. And I would assume that's easy. I, I Man, I do I not know the technology, but I assume <laughs> you can activate it or not. I assume that you can always have it taken out, you know, that it, that it's that you probably have more control over it than than we're fearing you would. Because Rivers has a chip and I don't know. Rivers, our dog, he got chipped before I even met Lee. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can locate Rivers using any sort of sort of technology. It would just when he gets found, right. they would scan him. A veteran, yeah, a veterinarian can right. can scan it. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah, make sure you microchip your dog, by the way. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Jeanette in KCK, you're on ninety eight one KMBZ. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You got I'm it. I'm a medical professional. I walk in the emergency room as a and one of the major medical uh, level one trauma therapists there. Oh, Jeanette, your phone is breaking up. Jay, can we check on Jeanette's phone in a sec? We'll try to get her back because I think where she was going has a really good point, too. Let's say you're in a horrific car accident Mm -hmm. and you need to get some medical information. Scan your hand. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. Even things as simple as your ID. I mean, you wouldn't have to carry anything with you ever. Traveling would be really easy. Flying would be really easy. This could be your passport. If you're on a watch list or anything or if there are security concerns, all that would come up on the chip. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, a good point. Uh, let's try Jeanette one more time. Hopefully, you got a better cell, Jeanette. Back on KMBZ. Yeah, I'm actually just heading to work and in the parking garage and re- ready to walk in. But uh, what I was saying is that um, in the event that you have a life uh, experience in which you carry a genetic marker, which prevents if you receive certain medications in the emergency room that would lead to your subsequent death, it would be nice to have um, some type of alert device implanted because people are not compliant in wearing the medical alert as well as someone who has a complicated past medical history has had lots and lots of surgery and certain device, uh, a reason why they might pass out in the community and be brought emergently to the emergency room to have the ability to scan their review of systems and their past medical history quickly because a lot of times we're just guessing what's going on. Well, I mean, again, I think that's, that's a really good point. Like if you're allergic to penicillin or whatever the heck they would give you. Think about the use in the criminal justice system. You know, if you were somebody that had conditions put on your parole or you're a sex offender or, you know, and you can't go near whatever, all that would be on that ship. Mm-hmm. All your history would be there. You want it in your hand? No. Would I, you maybe three years down the road? I don't. I don't want it in my hand. <laughs> you want it in your ear? Like maybe, Where would you maybe, want it? maybe in my arm somewhere, you know, just kind of, but. A retinal scan? It's you, metal in your body. Yeah. It's, it's a foreign piece of metal in your body. Oh, yeah, some. I just. I'm okay carrying my passport, and and I'm and I'll remember my key fob for work. Okay, <laughs> and I'll carry my wallet for now. Last word on this goes to Tim in Grandview. Uh, Tim, you're on ninety eight one KMBZ. What up, Tim? Hey, I was wondering what would happen if I put a reader in my hand and I walked around and shook other people's oh, hands. Oh man, whole identity. See that, Tim? It's a good point. There are good. If this becomes mainstream. You know there are going to be people out there mm-hmm. that would figure out a way to get a reader. There'd be an app to read hands. Yeah. Oh, man. And then it could be hacked. Couldn't any of those systems yeah. be hacked by people that shouldn't you say they're encrypted? But really? Yes. Like, so is your social security number. So is your credit card number when you pay at a big retailer. And yet somehow that's been exposed. How long till this is? Common. Common. 20 years. I'm going to say less than 20. I'll bet, I will bet in 10 years we have got the ability to do this and the metal chip is some kind of gelatin or synthetic material that isn't metal. Oh, you gelatin I mean? is 
weird. Too. All right, silicon, something. That, well, that at least we're used to. We're putting that in stuff. That that we're used to put in our bodies. So I mean, it'll be some kind of silicon metal substitute that is in your hand. I think we get self-driving cars first, and then I think this is one of those technologies that will then follow. Are we supposed to have flying cars by now? Not going to happen. Those are called airplanes. Oh, my bad. We have those. We'll give you an update on O.J. Simpson's car, the white Bronco, and what it's going to be sold for potentially. But We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 